Cuidado que por ahí vienen los anormales. Y con estrella que. Welcome to Radio Catskill celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, where we honor the rich and diverse cultures, traditions, and contributions of Hispanic and Latino communities in Sullivan County. Today I'm speaking with Enrique Velasquez. Enrique, welcome to the program. You were one of the first students of the Liberty Partnership Program, the LPP, in 2017. And now you're serving as a mentor to the students in the Liberty LPP program and recently graduated from SUNY Sullivan. Can you share with us your, your journey of being born in New Jersey, growing up in Honduras, and ultimately arriving in Sullivan County? Thank you for having me. My name is Enrique Velasquez. And one of the reasons, I would say the main reason why I went to Honduras is was because my mom wanted me to meet my grandmother. She was sick at a time, and I was four years old. I don't remember much. I do remember some things, like the apartment that I used to live I think I used to play with um, my neighbors. I don't remember myself speaking English or Spanish, but my mom took me to Honduras when I was four years old, and I sp had to spend with my grandma like three years until she passed away. And that that's the reason why, I, I think that's the main reason why I went to Honduras, right. because my mom, like I said, one minute spent time with my grandma because she knew that she was sick. I had to spend, I would say, until I was 15 Years old, I spent my time in Honduras. I went to school in Honduras. Like I said, I think my mother language, that's why it's Spanish. <laughs> I think I feel like more my, myself in Spanish than in English. Like I said, it, all my education from pre-K to, I would say, to 10th grade, it was pretty much in Spanish. Because there isn't anybody, <laughs> there is nobody over there that I remember that spoke Sp English to me. And then I had to reply back. And then... Once thing, once I hit my ninth grade, and I was pretty much done. And my mom spoke to me when I was done, like ninth grade, and I, she was like, "You definitely need to learn English because you know English is a tool that you can go everywhere worldwide. And if you speak English, English is a, it's a thing. It's a, like I will say, like a, a universal language itself. And then." Like I said, my mom wanted me to learn English because English is English. You can communicate with mostly everybody. Like every time I get to meet someone from outside India, China, I don't speak Chinese. I don't speak Hindi or any other language. I get to speak to them because of English. I get to communicate them with them because of English and share ideas. It wasn't easy. It was tough because at a time I only spent time with my, my mom and my little brother. And it wasn't easy for me. I Leaving them behind, I think it was not a easy task for me. It was something hard. I did, I would say, suffer <laughs> a little bit. That transition to move, like going to, spending the whole day with my mom to being by my, living with my older brother. And not only that, you're going to another country. Yeah. You're not familiar. You know, so you don't have much memory of America when you were born. And then at that age, what was the age you came here to America? I was 15 years old. Wow. 15. So 15 years old, you come here, you're traveling. Uh, probably, I don't know, was that the first time you've been on a plane? Yeah, it was my first time. First time being on a plane <laughs> yeah. and going to a whole new country. And you, what was the first city you visited? You went straight to Fasal Fallsburg or? I went to New Jersey on Lindewood. I think it's in, in Camden County. Because my most of my family, uncles, cousins, lived there. So 
I spent there three days, I believe, and then I moved to South Fosbury because my brother was living in South Fosbury a lot of time. I didn't know anything. Like when I went to South Fosbury, my, my, I remember my uncle said, oh, you're going to New York. And this is the kind of like idea that I had the, from movies like Spider-Man. If you're going to New York City, you're going to Brooklyn, the Bronx, and you're going to see like tall buildings. When I got to South Fosbury, I was like, this is not New York, <laughs> honestly. You, you expect and seeing all that and all these trees and and, yeah, and, trees. and things like yeah it's amazing that like we have an, a huge influx of latinos coming here to america in into to sullivan county south fallsburg for various reasons mm. and what i come to find out because i interviewed some people from, from the fallsburg central school district is that they really take into that and they really embrace that and knowing that their population has changed and knowing that some students are coming to them not knowing any english like you and now they have teachers and translators to help out students like you. And that's what you experienced, right? Mm. That's how you got into the school and started learning. How did you learn English? Was this a mixture of school, watching TV, or? I will say that it was a mix, like you said, a mix of school, watching TV, listening to music. But I think one of the reasons why, because when, like I said, when I got to Fallsburg High School, I didn't speak any English besides what I learned from Dora the Explorer, right. <laughs> which didn't help much at a time. Honestly, I will say that the one of the main reasons why I got to learn English or why I learned English at a time, it was because I got to spend a lot of my time, most of my time during the high school, in my high school years with my email professors, which is Jesus Galvan, I believe, and uh, Ronald Neptune. Both of them really had a great impact. Uh, I think all my Fosper professor, all the Fosper staff, I don't know, when, when I went to high school, because every one of them made an impact in my life, even doesn't matter how small, how great it is. And I thank them, especially my ENL professors, because I, I remember spending a lot of time with them, going over some vocabulary, talking, uh, listening. I think I really bothered them a lot, asking a lot of questions, because there's a lot of things in Spanish. We tend to say car, red, not red car in, in English. And I had a lot of questions for them, like, why do we say this in English? Why do we pronounce this in English? Why don't we pronounce this in English? And I think they really play a huge role in me learning English, get, getting into tra transition of knowing English and speaking English and now I can speak nowadays. And like I said, I watched a lot of TV back in those days. I tried to put the TV, like a Netflix TV show, and then put like subtitles and then try to pronounce it. And then I would get some words. If I, there were some vocabulary thing that I didn't know, I would write it down and then look it up and then, then try to put it in my daily life. And my, my and I think this the, my formula of learning right. English. You did a great job because you, you speak the English well. I understand. To me, I always call it, if you know another language, and you're able to speak and communicate, you have a superpower. That's the way I look at it. Because you, not only that, you learned another language at a later age. You're late, past 15 years old. Um, and that's tough. Because, yeah. like, um, I'm Hispanic. And I mean, we mentioned before, like, I, my first language was Spanish. But then I went to an English school, obviously, because uh, I lived in the Bronx. And I don't, I, I know, it's, I feel it's, it's in me. Because my father speaks to me in Spanish and I speak to him in English. It's just I don't use it every day. You made your way through Fallsburg High School. You graduated, and now you went to SUNY Sullivan. Yep. And what did you study in SUNY Sullivan? My degree was on liberal arts and science. Because at the moment, I was not thinking. My well, my ultimate goal is to become like a professor, like math professor, like a science professor. 
So I decided going for liberal arts and science will give me like like an idea of every class because I took art classes, I took history classes, I took math, but I think deep at the bottom of my heart, math is my my. It, one of the things that I love doing, math and science, there I went for liberal arts and science in Sonny Sullivan. There and, and you got you were part of the LP program. First, describe what yeah. the LP is. It's a Liberty Partnership program, and it's a tutor program yeah. for students. You kept, became part of the program while in SUNY Sullivan. I became part of LPP. I was an LPP student when I went to Fosburg because I remember they used to run this after school program when I, after I would tend to go from five to seven. And they used to run this program, and then I remember spending that time with Valerie. She was the only one who spoke Spanish out of the whole LPP program. And like I said, they're tutoring, they they did help me with tutoring like math, science. And honestly, after my 10th grade, I didn't get to see, you know, no, knowing anything about them from 11, 12 year because I really lost contact with all of them. But I do remember having being like tutor with math. I think at the time I was taking algebra and a living environment. They used to help me with that. And I remember when my first day going to Sonny Sullivan, I saw this in this warp board and like a page that said, oh, we're looking for bilingual tutors, uh, LPP, and please contact Valerie. And I remember I went to one stop on Sonny Sullivan and I said, is this part of like Sonny Sullivan? Yeah. And then someone told me it, it is downstairs because they got their office downstairs. And that's how I actually, I ran into Valerie and I, she's, she remembered me. And she hired me for having a bilingual tutor, tutoring math and science for bilingual, like Spanish and English. And that's really how I got to LPP and to, to some oh, stuff. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's it's really, like I said, a funny story because I didn't expect someone who played a role, did something for me in the past, get to see them again. And now I work for them. It's, it tends to be not funny, but a coincidence, more than a coincidence. Yeah. To, to me, when I'm, he- I'm hearing that, I, I just automatically think when people talk about during meetings and budget times and he talk about services they allow for the community and this is one of the services that we allow in 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 Sullivan County and then you know people think like why do we have that or why do we have to do this for those people or that people or even you know have tutors like that and then you automatically you see the impact uh, there you she made an impact in your life helped you get through a difficult time being 15 years old going to this country not knowing any English going to a whole new environment and then she made an impact and then years later you connect with her again it just shows that programs like this do make an impact for people's lives and uh, if that program wasn't available where would your life be now but she so she gave you a job she gave me a job yeah and just like you said i'm not expecting students to thank me like later on and but i believe this having been having that chance having the opportunity be being in a classroom with students who don't speak that language who who were just like me who didn't speak who doesn't speak any english at all and only speak spanish and i get to translate to them and work with them and then teach them some vocabulary we say things this way we don't say this way i think it it definitely has an impact and because there's a huge spanish like latin population in, in sullivan county definitely there is a need to have program like bilingual tutors or bilingual professors in all the subjects honestly math science history and because spanish now they i don't think it's only in sullivan county i think it's in the whole united states spanish is a thing if you if you speak spanish if you're bilingual a lot of you get a, a lot of chance I, I, one of the one of the things that i think is i wouldn't be here having this opportunity of 
working like bilingual tutor if I didn't speak any Spanish. I think speaking Spanish is allowed me to connect with so many people. The same with goes with English. Learning English let me connect with so many people that I wouldn't, I wasn't, I couldn't be able, being able to communicate with them. We have this this huge population growth recent, and a lot of it are from the Hispanic Latin America mm-hmm. Caribbeans coming here to this to this country, and and the district saw the need. I know when they send out paperwork or calendar invites for the school, it, it's in English and in Spanish, and a lot of schools are doing that, knowing that yeah. we have a population that that does both. Yeah. Especially the parents, the parents coming here to this country might not know English, or maybe a little difficult to learn English here. Yeah. Meanwhile, while I'm working at Livery High School. I w- yesterday I went to this open house, and the thing is, like you said, the students they know English because they were born here. They're right. Americans, but the parents don't doesn't speak much English, and I, so I they miss a lot of the information if they, yeah. if I wasn't like there isn't anybody who translates for them. Like the student might know, and then when the student or well, their son tends to like translate for them, sometimes they miss that communication. Like they understand Spanish, they know Spanish, but when it comes to speaking, I think it's lack of practice makes makes it difficult for them. And then yeah, definitely there is a just like you said, there's a need. Yeah, I, I witnessed it uh, recently. I was in Monticello uh, School doing an interview with one of the teachers there, and they have now a translator. Uh, for the district, and he goes around, and if there's a situation with the student or the parent has to come in, he's there to, to translate and to explain everything. And the I was talking to Cordy Bonafonte, who was the the communication director for myself, and saying how much it was um, an improvement, just because the, the parents might not understand English, might not even read Spanish. That's another thing that that automatically people think that they can read Spanish, and at least they have someone there they communicate and not be overwhelmed with everything because, like I said, you get frustrated not knowing the language, not knowing what's happening in school, and then you have someone there who looks like you, who speaks your language, who understands what's going on, and is able to translate and put you at ease. And you're doing that now for you're paying it back almost. Say <laughs> someone did it for you, and now yeah, you're paying I'm, it back. I'm paying it back. I think I tend to think of that way. I'm paying back what I was once given because at some point in my life I couldn't understand it, something and someone did something for me, translate for me, spoke to me in Spanish, make me feel like comfortable, like home. Because it is a complete different environment, just like you mentioned. Going to one country to another, it doesn't matter how close those countries are, it's always like a culture, a culture background. There's always like different way of thinking. Being like being living in Honduras is totally different than living in America. It's completely different. It's a completely different experience. And just like you said, there's a lot of Parents that I get to meet, they speak Spanish, but when it comes to reading it, it's they don't, they can't read it or they can't write it, and it's it might sound like uh, this word like not something commonly you don't tend to see this in America. If you speak English, you you expect that person to know how to write their name, read in English, even though you they only went to middle school, high school, but there is a lot of people in uh, like Latin American countries who speak Spanish but don't know how to write, don't know how to read. And I think that's <laughs> difficult for them. Even if you translate like a whole page for them, they won't be able to get any idea from it because they can't read. Yeah, it's something I wasn't aware of when I started reporting on school stuff mm-hmm. and find that out. That, yeah, and it don't mean, yeah, not everyone knows how to read. Yeah. Say if you send those flyers to your home, the parent there might not be able to understand what's going on and miss out what's happening with school. And then the student is not involved with everything. So it's still so out of place. And and you said, you mentioned, I see a lot of it. The kid always translating for the parent. And he's, that's like we said, that sometimes they would miss 
something there. So you, you're now you work for the Liberty Central School District and for the LP, LPP program? And for the LPP program. I do work for the Liberty, for the LPP program, and they have an arrangement with L Liberty High School. And then I go to the classroom. I do push-ins, like translate, whatever the teacher is saying. I do one-on-one -on -one tutoring, and we I do as well, like after-school stuff. After school activities, anybody who needs help with math or science. So even if they want to learn English vocabulary, I tend to help them out as well. Right. No, it, it's, a, it's a great thing that, that you were able to, all that's happened. Like I said, we've talked about before, like we talked earlier that if these services weren't here, weren't available to you, uh, you may have fallen through the cracks or something and not able to. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, if those services weren't offered to me back in those yeah. days, I think uh, my transition of not knowing English to speaking English now, I think it will be a lot harder. Because the fact that you have someone who speaks Spanish to you, they know your culture, like you say, they look like you, makes you feel comfortable. Because that's one of, one of the things what I enjoy uh, being in my Spanish class with my um, Spanish professor. I, she was, her name is... Angela his it made me feel like home like what it was one of the few classrooms that I was like this feels like like my classroom back in those days because everybody spoke Spanish we were learning Latin America uh, like Spanish uh, history Spain, Spain uh, uh, history so it was like it felt it made me feel like home it was sort of something like home <laughs> to talk and talk about the history we talked earlier off air about the even though you're from Central America, Honduras, but, but the cultures could be so different when you come to New York because you have so many uh, of people come from, coming from different uh, Latin countries, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, South America, Ecuador. Even though we have the common language of Spanish, how different we each country approaches in and different dialects and different yeah. words. I grew up saying empanadas, mm -hmm. but now I find out that some countries say pastelillos, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, and they ask more for me that. So no, I'll take empanada, but how different the language is. Yeah, there's a... We I tend to joke around with this because for me in Honduras, enchiladas are like a dish. But if you go to Mexico, it's like different. They yeah. Enchiladas are different than the ones that I thought. And then there's also, we have a, a sweet bread. Tend to call it another name, but in, I know in Mexico it's like conscious. So it's completely different. And some, the thing is, even though, like you said, we, ha we share this language in common. All the Spanish-speaking countries share this Spanish. But there's a lot of words that may mean something to, to Central America, and it means a totally something totally different than another country, let's say South America. You're in LPP program. You graduated last June, right, in yeah. Fasuni Sullivan? Yeah, last May. Last I, May. Mm -hmm. Congratulations on that. So what's in store for Enrique now? Where do you go from here? At the moment, I think I'm going to work with LPP. I'm going to... Tend to do this. I like doing tutoring. I'd like to get to see students who need help and who ask questions because... I won't say they resemble just like me because everybody's different, but yeah. I get to, like this feeling like I was at some point in my life, I was like there. I was asking these questions. Why do we say this? Or how do we pronounce this? Or, and I like it. Honestly, it, I think it's one of the, those chances that I'm grateful for that working with students who just need help just like me. It's like paying back, <laughs> paying back what I was once given and at the moment, like I said, my plan is just to work for LPP, but I believe next semester, move on to another university. I'm not sure where yet, but i definitely find out. <laughs> if you know another language, you have a superpower because you do things with that. 
work in both cultures, work in both. Now, especially when the population of, of Latin America's Latinos come here in New York is growing, there's a need for translators. You have the connection there. You're needed in LPP right. because now you can connect the students who may not know English. The students are not left behind because yeah. they don't know the language here. Because this is the thing. It's not the students themselves don't know what is going on in the classroom. If I When I get to explain to them, they're like, oh, this makes sense. But the fact that they don't understand English, they don't speak English, makes it so difficult for them. They, the, the Whatever the teacher is addressing in the classroom, teaching them, might be easy for them. Sometimes I get to the, the math algebra and X is equal to this. And they're like, oh, this is, makes sense. And then it's not like they're lazy or they don't. It's just the fact that they don't speak English. You know, it makes it difficult right. for them. It's, I think I feel like you're going back, like being in a baby stage. We don't, you don't understand anything. You don't know anything that is going on around you. And then, like I said, it's just uh, it's good to be there. It's good to help those students. It's not that they don't understand or they not able to completely understand what is going on. It's just the fact that they don't speak English. It's just it makes it difficult for them. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, just when you said that, it just makes me think about when one, I, I'm always interested in history. I'm, always, I'm interested in the diaspora of Latinos coming to America because that's my my background. My, my father came from Ecuador and my mom came from Puerto Rico and they met working in the factories down in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm just interested in, of how people come to America and the reasons why they come to America. And and I know back then when they didn't have services like this, folks who who may not know English, uh, but understand what's going on. They know my father was really good at math, and he wanted to do stuff like that. So he put himself through college and all that. But I just think that about how many students were looked over or put in some kind of remedial class for some reason or whatever just because they didn't know the language, but they actually knew and were bright kids and knew the, knew what was going on in class and understood what's going on in math and science and stuff like that. But they were looked over just because there was that barrier of language. But now, years later, 20 years later, now we have programs in in, in place like the LPP to be there and, be, and help bridge that gap. And and that I, I think that just, that is amazing because, like I said, kids can fall to the cracks because of that barrier. And you're talking about the future geniuses here. <laughs> Definitely. And I think, like, learning a second language or a third language, if, if you're bilingual already, it's just, like you said, it's just like a superpower because makes us more human, understanding more, like, the fact that you speak another language, you get to see, you get to meet so many people, like share these ideas. You get to learn. The, get, the thing is, I think, like I said, if I didn't speak Spanish or English, if one of those are missing in my life, I think I wouldn't be the same person that I am today. I get to speak to this, so many people, who, so many bright people who, who only speak Spanish, although so many bright people who only speak English. And I think everybody... My, this is just like a common, like a suggestion. Everybody should learn a second language, not especially Spanish. Spanish is because it's my mother language, but you can, if you learn a, a second language, gives you so many opportunities. It makes you, I feel like it makes me more human. Each language that I learn, it makes me more like human. I get to understand. I get to resonate with these people. I get to think the way they they think. I get to understand their feelings or their point of view in life. Absolutely said. So we were talking to Enrique Velasquez, graduate from Sully Sullivan, who's now working for the LPP program, Liberty Partnership Program, and helping people like who who you were when you came to this country. Like I said, but you were born here and went back to Honduras and came back here. And I'm really glad that you did come back and you were able to help folks who are might be in the same situation that you were. Really appreciate you uh, coming into the program. So no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>